With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Freaker. So I'm your host. Spotify, yes. I'm your host, the illustrious Mr. Trivia. Joining me every week as usual, my co-host, my tag team partner, my best friend, the best in the business, the Nokia Greg. Greg, welcome. Hey, Trip. How are you? Uh, doing pretty good. I want to apologize to the people out there listening for that little problem we have, but now we got it fixed and everything's going fine. Um, let's see. Where do we start? Let's start off with uh, the show of shows coming up, WrestleMania. Well, I mean, before we get to WrestleMania, shouldn't we talk about things that happened to lead up to yeah. what we're going to be talking about WrestleMania? Absolutely. Monday Night Raw. What did you th- what did you think of Raw? Um trying to remote I'm trying to remember. I don't Wow. It was really that unforgettable or am I just <laughs> pulling a well, trivia and can't remember shit? Wow. Um, Yep, I totally agree. Uh, one thing I was pretty, uh, pretty uh, not impressed, but kind of, um, well, kind of impressed, but not really shocked about was the Rhea Ripley announcement that she challenged Oscar for the title and Oscar gracefully accepted. Do you think it's a little too early for Rhea Ripley to come in and be challenging Oscar already? I mean, I, I know this is something we talked once in off air uh, about it, and with oh, excuse me, with it coming out on Monday, oh, excuse me again, um, that Charlotte Flair tested positive for COVID. Um, the, there's even different opinions in within her family. Um, her fiance Andrade released a tweet kind of saying, you know, you'll be clear in a few days, come back stronger and get back on that poster. And Ric Flair <clears throat> sent out a tweet saying that, you know what, WrestleMania 37 won't be the same with the queen not being there. Right. So you don't, you don't know. So they had to come up with a plan B. Um, and although 
the match that Peyton Royce had against Oscar this week, in my opinion, was the best singles match I think I've ever seen her in on the main roster. Yep. That's Peyton Royce Oscar isn't a WrestleMania caliber match. No. Might... So they, they had something, and the excitement of Rhea Ripley coming up to the main roster, I think they're hoping will generate a little bit of a buzz. I hope so. I mean, you know, without – as so as it stands right now, we're going with Charlotte's not going to be at Mania. So – I don't know. I, I don't know because I've also read reports that somebody saying that when Andrade released – you got four days till you're clear. That means she's going to be showing up on Friday night at SmackDown. Okay. Don't know if that's true. If that's just speculation, because he said, you know, in four days you're you're ready to get back, you know, onto the WrestleMania poster. What would she be doing at SmackDown <laughs> when she's a Raw superstar? I swear to God, if they try and find a way to put her into a, a, the match with Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks, <laughs> I, I am not even a WWE fan anymore. Um, I, I, I won't even watch AEW because there's too many former WWE people wrestling in AEW now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's um, that's just something that, I mean, if, if she's recovering from COVID – you know, make sure she's 100% before she decides to make any moves and before WWE decides to go anywhere with it. Make sure she's 100% before that. Thanks for watching, Jacob. Um, one other thing, too. I don't know if you've heard any um, rumors around there, but I read something somewhere with The Fiend, Randy Orton, and The Fiend and Randy Orton, that The Fiend that was there at the pay-per-view – was not Bray Wyatt. Yeah, I've, I've, I've seen that conspiracy, what I'll call um, right now, until I'm proven wrong, um, I'll, I'll say that <clears throat> bullshit report. Right, because it, uh, because they were saying, oh, well, he, was, he looks smaller than Bray Wyatt, and they're trying to compare, they're trying to say it was his brother, Bo Dallas, where they do look very similar. But... I would say 100% without a doubt that that was Bray Wyatt. I mean, the thing that I looked at was um, I went back because I read people saying this and saw videos of people saying this and saying that and that, I don't know, TSE, whatever, that YouTube, whatever, where the hands come up. Yeah. Um, they had a YouTube video and I was actually on Facebook chatting with somebody and this guy used that and no offense sports Kita as his, um, that's who he gave credit to breaking the news. Yep. And then he posted something else from, from Reddit and it's okay. Um, I don't, I mean, I, I read a lot on Sports Kita, but a lot of it I take with tongue in cheek. Um, but I went back and I compared Randy Orton's six foot five. Yes. Bray Wyatt's six foot three. Um, Bo Dallas is six foot one. 
there was now if somebody's two inches taller than somebody or two inches shorter, you're not really maybe you don't notice it. I mean, right? It's not obvious. But right, but if somebody's six foot five standing next to somebody that's six foot one, you notice it. Yep. There's no way around it. You will notice it, and there wasn't that noticeably of a height difference between Randy Orton and the Fiend. Yep, absolutely. I totally agree. There's a big difference. Sebastian Cage is watching. Thanks for tuning in, Sebastian. I appreciate it. First time he's tuned in. Great to see you out there. Thank you. Um, oh yeah, definitely. I mean, there's def there's definitely a, a a big difference in that. And I would have to say I'm, that's probably one of the matches I'm going to be looking forward to seeing at WrestleMania. You're six foot one, aren't you? I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah, I'm five nine. When we stand next to each other, it's obvious that you are that much taller than me. Mm -hmm. Jessica, yep. my well ex-wife, is five eleven. When you stand next to her, you know what I mean. You don't seem that big of a difference, right? So, but that's just a point that I was trying to. You know, say, I don't, you know, okay, so maybe he looked a little thinner in the belly area, which is the other thing that they were pointing out. Well, there's certain outfits that Nia Jax wears that make her look a little smaller than other days. Mm -hmm. And it's all about the shading and the color of the outfit you're wearing. Yep. Because even with me, I mean, even being... Being a big guy myself, there are certain colors I wear that they make me look a little thinner than I am. Right. Especially, like, I wear big clothes because I'm, you know, 312 pounds. And um, there's there's outfits I wear, especially to work. I wear bigger shirts, and people are like, oh, you don't look the weight you say you are. Well, that's because I wear big clothes. And, and I wear dark clothes, so the darker clothes make me look a little thinner so yeah but i mean that was i mean there's a couple of matches for raw that uh i'm really looking forward to seeing uh the aj styles uh, almost almost match almost match with the new day the tag team match because i want to see what this guy can do in the ring um, i mean he's big he's, he looks powerful but, you know, then again, you know, he might not be able to wrestle a lick. You never know. So I'm definitely looking forward to that match. But with, 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 with somebody his size, um, and it being a tag team match, you, I mean, you can literally have AJ Styles do 75 to 80% of the work in the ring and have, you know, almost just come in for the, you know, big power moves. Right. Yep. And, and maybe and maybe the cover, have, have him come in for the cover. So yeah, so you know. I, I didn't. I didn't. I, you're you're scrambling up on me again. I don't know why. Okay, what about now? I haven't. Well, right this second, you're oh. not, but you're scrambling again. I don't know what's why. Oh okay. 
Um, yeah, you know, like you said, have AJ Styles do 75% of the work and then just have his partner come in, you know, for the power stuff and then just maybe the three count. So, well, I think AJ, if, I think regardless of what will happen, um, I don't think Omos is going to get the win. Um, he'll, you know, do some damage. And, and if there's going to be a, um, a title change, um, which early thoughts is that there will be um, on my end. And uh, I would see AJ Styles coming in, doing a you know phenomenal forearm cap crush or something to get the win. Yep. Okay, yep, definitely. I can see that scenario playing out. So, but uh, how many matches are scheduled now for WrestleMania on both nights? Still the same? They haven't added any more? No, because they haven't had a SmackDown yet. Okay. Now, they have three the first night, three the second night, and then just two matches that they haven't assigned to a night. Okay. Now, let me get your opinion on something. I just read somewhere and saw somewhere on one of the sites that Peacock was showing some of the old WrestleManias and took out some stuff out of some matches. Preferably the WrestleMania 6 match between Roddy Piper and Bad News Brown. I mean, do you think that's good for WWE Network to be taking that stuff out off the off the matches? They own the rights to WWE Network now. They can do what they want. And I mean, this. I mean, it was going to be possibly be my my rant, but um, my my whole thing is I understand there's content that WWE had done in the past that may not be children friendly. Right. Um, one match that that certainly comes to mind, or one thing certainly comes to mind. I mean the lingerie pillow matches they used to have, or the Edge and Lita Live sex show. You know, that obviously I wouldn't want my 9, 10, 11-year-old on their iPad watching that. Right. But this is the reason that every television program now has those little ratings up in the corner of the TV when a show comes on. If you're a parent, if you're anybody, you can go to any and every app you have and put a parental control on it. So if Tom and Jane don't want little Dickie watching things without them knowing, they can go on to the Peacock app and put a parental control in there, which would prevent them from watching. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, that that's a parent controlling what their kids watch. Right. They shouldn't control what I want to watch. I'm a fifty year old fifty <laughs> year old man. I should be able to choose what I want to watch when I want to watch it. Absolutely. I agree a thousand percent. Totally agree. So yeah, so is there any uh any news about what's going to be going on for SmackDown tomorrow night? Any matches? Nothing, or any... 
nothing that I've that I've looked for or seen. Um, like I said, there's a rumor. I mean, the only thing that I have seen is fallout from Fastlane. You know, what's what's going to happen? You know, is Biggie going to respond to his beatdown from Apollo? You know, what lies ahead for Daniel Bryan after the contract? I've seen little things like that, but nothing specifically. You know, right. Sasha Banks and the Archibillers can open up the show to talk about the, as we've called it, the slap heard around the world. I mean, I haven't seen anything specific, just fast lane fallout. Okay. I can now see that. Uh, one other couple topics I want to touch base on that we happened to see this past week is the inductions into the 2021 Hall of Fame. Um, we all know that the first two were Molly Holly and Eric Bischoff, and then the next, and then the next three that were not were named were Rob Van Dam. No. Rob Van Dam has not been officially announced. He's rumored. I don't know where you saw that he was officially announced. Okay. Well, he's rumored to go in the Hall of Fame. Then there was Kane. Yep. And now the great Kali. How could you not put, just right there, hold on. How could you not put somebody with the word great <laughs> in the Hall of Fame? Yeah. But, I mean, you know, just read, you know, because there are a lot of, um, what's the word I'm looking for? A lot of wrestling, um, the internet people there, a lot of the um, internet know-it-alls, internet smart marks, so to speak. And there was a lot of comments about the, the great Kali going into the Hall of Fame, and some of them I have to agree with. I mean, I really don't think he did all that much to garner a Hall of Fame nomination. I mean... I, I, I agree. I mean, I, I was kind of, you know, busting your balls and tooting your horn to uh, Sid Vicious. Um, and I'm just quickly looking here to make sure, yeah, um, Rob Van Dam has not been officially named. Um, yeah, this one, I mean, of anybody that has ever been inducted into the Hall of Fame that has to do with WWE. I mean, there's people that haven't really had much or anything to do with WWE that I question why they're being put in the Hall of Fame. But for somebody that was involved with the Hall of Fame, of all the people that I can remember getting inducted, this is the one that I question the most. Yep. I totally agree. I like I like the way they went about with the Kane uh, announcement, having the Undertaker yeah. do that. That was that was very nice. You could tell Kane was very emotional because he didn't believe yeah. it. He didn't believe it at first. He was like, "Are you kidding me?" And uh, so it was. And then somebody was saying something about, um, "Well, why isn't John Cena 
going into the Hall of Fame. So I typed back to the guy, well, WWE doesn't put active roster members in the Hall of Fame. He goes, oh, John Cena got signed to a Legends contract? I said, no, technically he's still on the active roster. They just don't have anything for him right now. He's doing, he's doing movies and, and everything else, and that's why they're not going to put him in yet. Same thing with The Rock. And, you know, with The Undertaker, I would, to be honest with you, I wouldn't be surprised if The Undertaker does get the nomination this year. And, you know, it's... You think he's going to get the nomination this year, too? I, I think he will, too, yeah. You don't, you don't think so? No. So he might be the headliner no. next year? I, I don't think we see The Undertaker go in because there's no fans. He already retired in front of a virtual audience. You can, in my opinion, you cannot put him in the Hall of Fame without having an arena full of people to give him his 10, 15, 20 minutes standing ovation. Right. Whatever it is, he'll deserve it. Yep. He, I mean, if you're going to not put Batista in the Hall of Fame because there's not a live audience... Why the hell would you put the Undertaker in? Right. Yep, I can I, I can see that. And uh, so, yeah, because somebody was telling me the other day, well, you got all these guys that are going in the Hall of Fame and ones that are getting nominated for the Hall of Fame, they're saying, well, then who's going to be the headliner? Well, Kane will be the headliner for the 2021 Hall of Fame, I believe. Well, yeah, right now, yeah. I mean, I think the overall, I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know if they're going to do all the 2020 inductees first and the 2021, or they'll intermingle them. Um, did you did you read the article that says that at this week's um, Raw Thunderdome, they were uh, during commercial breaks, um, they were prompting fans to give reactions. No, you know, I didn't like see show that. yourself cheering, cheering, you know, really loudly. Um, do a nice calm clap, you know, do a boo and all kinds of things to tape reactions virtually because they're gonna they're not gonna do a special Hall of Fame thing because they're taping it March 30th and April 1st and then showing it next Tuesday. So they want to have pre-taped crowd reactions. Um, I just, I just found that funny. Oh, okay, yeah, I haven't. Uh, no, I really didn't see anything to to that effect, and and uh, doing that. It'd be interesting to see yeah. it though. But um, yeah, so I mean, what did you see NXT? Yes. What'd you think?
I think they have four matches each night already scheduled. Uh, the North American Championship thing is kind of weird to me. I, I don't know if you saw NXT or not. Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're having a 12-man battle royal and next week. Yep. And then on the last six that are left will fight in a elimination gauntlet match night one. And then a winner of that gauntlet match faces Johnny Gargano on night two for the North American championship well yeah so that's kind of that's kind of strange how they're doing that yeah um but what's an elimination gauntlet match no idea isn't a gauntlet match always when two people start them when you lose you're eliminated and somebody else comes down yep Unless they're having them all in the so, ring at one time. But I then mean, how's that a gauntlet match? Yeah. That's just that would be just another battle royal. Yep. Just or you know a six way match or yep. instead of a fatal four way a fatal six way or whatever. Right. Um, yeah, I, I know they they. Called a triple threat match something weird one time, and it was very confusing to me as well because the rules were nothing different than in a regular triple threat match. So I don't know why they try to, you know, right make a pile of mud into a mud pie. Mm-hmm. It's still a pile of mud, right? Just it's round instead of round. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. So, I mean, I thought the Kushida match was good. Yeah, yeah. And then when Sean... I had never seen that Jordan Devlin guy. I had never seen Jordan Devlin fight. Um, and he was, he was pretty good. Yep. It was a good match. I, I did enjoy that one, but... And then Shawn Michaels you know, came out with the ladder. Other excellent matches they put on. Yep. And then... I do have a question for you, though. In your opinion... Do you think that with the Undisputed Era breaking up, do you think that inevitably Adam Cole moves to the main roster? Yeah, I do. How soon? Uh, I, I'd say before... I say we're going to see him on the main roster before SummerSlam. I think. Okay. I, I was thinking a little earlier. Plus, like I, the Monday Night Raw, the Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I think something else will happen um, in the Adam Cole, Keith Riley thing before two weeks from now when they actually fight to maybe have a loser leaves NXT match 
and then Kyle Rai, O'Reilly will win, and Adam Cole has to leave, and then he shows up on Monday Night Raw, maybe something like that. Um, but I, I, I've got a feeling that this is his you know, bridge to, to Monday Night Raw, well, to, to the main roster. Yeah. Um, how long it takes to get there, whether it's one night, one month, one year. Yep. I think it's still going to happen. Now, I read something somewhere that Dr. Britt Baker has expressed interest in working in the same federation as her boyfriend, Adam Cole. Now, people that I talk to... I, huh? I, back up. Back up from your phone. Back up from your phone a little. Okay. Um, yeah, they have said... Now I can hear you fine. Okay. There was one of the websites was saying that Dr. Britt Baker has expressed interest in working in the same federation as Adam Cole. I, I, huh? There you go. No, you're frozen. I, I, I don't know. Absolutely frozen now. Can you hear me though? I just heard that, but I didn't hear anything you said for like the minute before that. Oh, okay. I heard Dr. Britt Baker. Yeah, I think. Yeah, Dr. Britt. And then Cole in there somewhere. Dr. Britt Baker has expressed interest in working in the same federation as her boyfriend, Adam Cole. Now, one of the websites that I saw said, does that mean Adam Cole's going to go to AEW? Or is Britt Baker going to want to come to WWE? What's your thoughts on that? Wasn't she already in WWE developmental years ago? I think so, yeah. I don't, I, for some reason, I thought she was. and ooh, She might have been. I'm still, I'm, still, I'm still eating dinner. Um, <laughs> but... I don't. I don't know. I. I mean. I don't. I don't know. I mean. If she came to WWE, okay, I guess. Um. I mean, I've only seen a match or two with her in it, and I don't. I mean, she's not much to me. Not much more than a. Peyton Royce, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, elevatable person, if that's a real word. Um, if elevatable is not, I'm submitting it to Webster's Dictionary anyways. <laughs> um, yep. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, I don't think she'd be a huge acquisition, but it would be a huge loss if it was Adam Cole leaving. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, we'll get back to WrestleMania and the other uh, parts of the show later on. But right now, I just see that it is time for my favorite part of the show. And I hope it's everybody else's favorite part, Nuggies News. So, Greg, take it away. All right. Um, we do have a couple things. Um, one we'd already talked about was talking about Charlotte Flair and whether or not she's going to be at 
you know, WrestleMania, or if she's not going to be out for, be back for WrestleMania. Um, but all in all, be all with Rhea Ripley now stepping in to fight Oscar WrestleMania, what could be on the horizon for Charlotte Flair? And the list of names um, are Asuka. Obviously, that's a no-brainer. Um, Rhea Ripley, once again, obviously, that's a no-brainer. Um, the other is in a feud with Nia Jax and or Shayna Baszler, um, which could possibly happen. Uh, the other was listed was Peyton Royce, but the last one, um, which is kind of building up the possibility of the reports that she may be showing up tomorrow on SmackDown, would be a campaign with Bailey to determine the next number one contender for the SmackDown women's title, regardless of whoever wins it and when the feud between Sasha and Bianca Miller is over. Um, I, I don't think that this is a, a one and done match between Sasha and Bianca. So it's something that can take on for a few weeks, maybe a couple pay-per-views, including WrestleMania, but you're going to need somebody else to step up. So that was, uh, to me, the most interesting um, possibility for for Charlotte. Um, one of those names that just seems to keep rolling around, rolling around as to whether there's mutual interest between both parties is are we ever going to see Tessa Blanchard in WWE? And the one report that I'm reading is the reason why WWE has been hesitant to pull the trigger on a real contract offer was she wants to join the WWE on a basic type of contract that she had in Impact and that she is a champion and she wants to be able to fight for the IC title if she wants. She wants to fight for the women's title if she wants. She doesn't want to only fight for women's titles. Um, I mean, if, if you haven't seen her lately, she's, you know, not, not China big, but she is definitely getting herself more in shape and more fit and, and stronger. And if she were to come into the WWE and only take on women, we could have, you know, trouble for a lot of the WWE women. Right, absolutely. Um, another, another question as I don't know why all of a sudden it's coming out and haven't heard anything. Sorry, just had a just had a notification for an article that I already bookmarked that I was talking about come through on my phone. Um, is Alistair Black, you know, and the doghouse that he is in. It has been whether it was leaked or whether it has been reported or, you know, one of those, well, you know what, we're not going to officially say this is what's going on, but this is what's going on. So as long as you don't say I'm your source, 
this is what we're going with. Um, the reason why Aleister Black has not been around since his no disqualification match back in October is due to a series of minor injuries. Kind of one of those where he had a little injury and he was rehabbing from that injury, which caused another injury. And then while he was rehabbing from that injury, it caused another injury. Whether it's true, whether it's not, who knows, but that's starting to circulate that he's just not medically cleared by WWE to perform in in the ring. Okay. Um, what's the other one? Um, sorry, I got to switch pages here. And I know there was one other article I definitely wanted to. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? I just told you about that one. Oh, um, another person that's been missing. Um, and this one's just as, eh, I will actually say this one to me is more confusing than Alistair Black. Because this person was ready to be in a triple threat match at the Elimination Chamber where he was going to win the United States champion from Bobby Lashley in a triple threat match with Riddle and came down um, with COVID as did his wife, me, and that's one Keith Lee. He has not been seen or heard from since and you know, it's been two months now, and he's been off of WWE TV due to quote unquote health reasons. Don't know if it's, I mean, he's a big guy. I don't know what underlying diseases he may have. I do know that it's, you know, people that have gotten COVID have had long-term breathing issues and they didn't need an inhaler and then got COVID and had used an inhaler for two, three months because they would get easily winded. Yep. Whether that's what's going on or not, but right now he is sidelined due to health reasons. Um, so if he does get healthy enough to wrestle at WrestleMania, they're expecting nothing more than the Andre the Giant Battle Royal, you know, assuming there is one. Right. And now a little humor. Um, we've, we've seen all kinds of things happen for wrestling matches. We've seen wrestling matches in front of 100,000 fans. We've seen, we've seen wrestling matches in front of no fans. We've seen wrestling matches in bars. We've seen wrestling matches in a parking lot. Cameron Grimes was recently on, um, was after the bell with Corey Grimes and Vic Joseph talking about a time that he was wrestling in an independent show out on the West Coast and during the match he had taken a rather 
big hit, as she called it, and hit the ring. But the ring didn't stop shaking. He wrestled a match in the middle of an earthquake. They didn't stop the match. People didn't go running for cover. Um, it wasn't that big of an earthquake. It was definitely one that kind of rattled some chandelier type things. And, you know, you saw the building shake, but no structural damage. Not one of those big earthquakes that's going to break down buildings. Right. But of all the circumstances to have to wrestle in, <laughs> you wrestle in the middle of an earthquake. Right. So it's a little, little, you know, chuckle of a story to end up there. Yep. Um, and folks, that's Nuggie's news for today. All right. Great. Thanks, Greg. Um, yeah. So I just want to let everybody out there know that's tuning in. Don't forget this Sunday, we will be joined on the phone by former WWF Women's Tag Team Champion Princess Victoria is going to be calling in the show, letting us, giving us her insight on wrestling this year uh, as it is now what it was like when she was wrestling as opposed to now and she'll be talking a little bit about her book triumph tears and turnbuckles be coming out in the first uh, first week in april so if you get a chance to see it in your bookstore definitely pick it up princess victoria on the top live on the top rope report this sunday she'll be calling us around 7 p.m our time yeah, so WrestleMania, a couple weeks away. Uh, I believe it's like two and a half weeks away. And, uh, yeah, April, April 10th and 11th. So. Yep, and the road is still pretty two smooth. Week, two pretty weeks clear. from this Saturday. Two weeks from this Saturday. So this Monday coming yes. up, or is it next Monday coming up that the whole week is full of wrestling? Next week. Next Monday. Uh, not this Monday. April whatever would be the... Fourth? Or fifth, April, yeah. whatever Monday is, April 5th. So you got Monday night. 11th, 9th, 7th, 4th, yeah. So it'd be Monday night, Raw on the 5th, the Hall of Fame ceremony on the 6th, NXT TakeOver, Stand and Deliver on the 7th and 8th, Friday night, SmackDown on the 9th, and then WrestleMania on the 10th and 11th. All right. So it's going to be a full contract. And I, I'm, I'm still wondering what they're going to do for Friday Night SmackDown before WrestleMania because they have announced that the Thunderdome is moving to the Yingling Center or formerly known as the Sundome um, at the University of Central Florida or South Florida. I don't remember which one it is that's in Tampa. And they've already promoted that they start with Monday Night Raw after WrestleMania there. Right. Well, the Tampa Bay Rays had their home opener Friday, April 9th at 3.05 in the afternoon. Okay. Yeah, and by the time, and they're not going to set up the Thunderdome. Yeah, I I mean, I can't, I mean, I, I don't think, and I don't know for certain, but I don't think there is any chance that they can, after the baseball game is over, so say it's even a quick three-hour game. Right. And, and, you know, so from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m., 
are they going to be able to put to even if they didn't put the TVs back up for their virtual audience for the Thunderdome, even build the SmackDown set can't be done in two hours. No, I don't. I, I not, not. I don't think it's so. Are the does that mean they're taping it say Tuesday and showing it Friday? I don't. It's very possible because after after it's over Tuesday. I mean, obviously, I'm sure they can take it down a hell of a lot quicker than when you're putting anything up. Right. I mean, it takes uh, three hours to put up a Christmas tree and takes you half an hour to take down. Yep. I mean, you know, you're just yanking things down, putting them into a truck. So they could easily do that overnight, Tuesday, Wednesday, and into Thursday so the Rays can get their field set for their game on Friday. Right. But I just they gonna do it from the performance center one time. I just it, nothing's been said. Yep, and it's and it's uh, the day before WrestleMania as well, so you know they gotta try and figure something out. Right, and they can't. I mean, if you were doing it in like an olden day where they're doing it in an arena for WrestleMania. The, the setup is pretty much the same, you know, you would just, you know, like they've done for like SummerSlam and stuff like that. You would just do it in the WrestleMania arena. Yep. But with it being a WrestleMania and the elaborate set that you have to do for WrestleMania, you wouldn't be able to do it at Raymond James Stadium on Friday night. Right. I just... Yeah. So the capacity... So the... I, mean, I can't say capacity crowd, but the crowd for both nights is scheduled at twenty five thousand. Well, they're selling twenty five thousand tickets for each night. I still have read that Vince McMahon would like to have more people in the stands than just the twenty five thousand, but. How those t- is that for maybe family and friends, employees? Are they going to give out ten thousand tickets to local healthcare workers and frontline workers and stuff like that to put in the audience? I don't know, but I it's been stated and promoted that they are selling twenty five thousand tickets for each night. Okay. Now I know when they had it at Texas Stadium for the Cowboys, rather at their stadium, eight uh, whatever AT and T Stadium, I believe it's called. Um, supposedly McMahon gave away like ten thousand tickets. Just well, to- because they didn't, if I remember correctly, they didn't sell out. Right. So he gave tickets out to fill the stadium. He's not doing that here. I right. mean. If he wanted to, I, I think if he wanted to sell every single seat available at Raymond James Stadium, he could. Oh yeah, including the standing room only area they have above the pirate ship. Yeah, and the Bob easily. Mm-hmm. So, what what difference is it going to be, and how different is it going to be for the wrestlers 
as well as the people watching WrestleMania to actually be performing in front of live crowd, a live crowd now. I mean, it's been over a year, and it's going to be it's going to me it's going to be something different. Mario, thank you for tuning. Mario Savaldi, thank you for tuning in. Um, it's going to be something different. As many times as they've appeared in front of live audiences and massive crowds, they haven't done it in over a year, and it's going to look strange seeing live people in the crowd to see a wrestling match again. And just like they said, you know, WrestleMania is back in business. Well, I hope that things go well and everybody stays healthy and this could be a sign of things to come. But you never know. I mean, it's going to be nice to see and hear the roar of the crowd as opposed to, you know, piping the, the noise in and everything. So I, I think it's going to be um, – it's going to be really interesting to to watch WrestleMania this year and NXT and see how they're now. They're going to have the people, the live people at, at NXT as well, right? No, no. Oh, just just going to start at Mania. It's just what they normally have, it's, oh. but it's it's at the Performance Center or the Rest Capital Wrestling Center um, that they are at now. They're not they're not going to be at Raymond James Stadium. Okay. And yep. let me. Yeah, it's yeah. Right. It says they're performing um, in front of zero fans behind closed doors, but they always have a little bit of an audience there. Um, I've done some research on it, and it's a lot of it. They're friends and or family members of. WWE Performance Center employees um, and um, WWE Performance talent itself that make up the small crowd that's around the outside that that cheers. Okay. So that's going to be... But that's like 25, 50 people, if that. And you hear the noise that they make I mean, we, we've gone to PAPW shows where there's 30, 40 people there. And when we get excited, you hear it. Oh, yeah. Um, so 25,000 people. And, and like I've said before, I you know when you watch the NFL playoff games in Buffalo where they had 3,500, 5,000 fans, it sounded like 35, 40,000 fans. And I, I think that we're going to see um, performance out of wrestlers like we've never seen before. Right. Um, and I think that's going to be good and bad because I think we'll see wrestlers that don't normally do things, get so jacked up and juiced by the crowd, try to do things that they don't do, and it could come off like a buffoon. But I think they're all, not that they don't already go out and give their 100% every time. Yeah. But just to be in a, in front of a live audience is going to jack the level up. Yep. And I think it's going to make, I think it's going to make their performance a lot better. And 
even with the live crowds back again this year, I believe that this could possibly be a very, very exciting WrestleMania for for the two nights that they're going to have it. So, all right. So let me get your opinion on on one match that's uh, already been booked for WrestleMania, and I just I think it's the stupidest the stupidest thing that they're going to have because I have a feeling he's going to win the match anyway is Bad Bunny and The Miz. I mean, let's not have Grammy Award-winning singers, songwriters, or whoever they are get in the ring with professional wrestlers. I mean, seriously. If it wasn't choreographed and it wasn't scripted, Bad Bunny would probably get his, every bone in his body broken. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, he, I mean, he's been working at the Performance Center. He's honestly been signed to a WWE contract. He is listed as an unaffiliated free agent. He's not signed to SmackDown or to Raw, but he is under a WWE contract. And the main reason why I believe they did that is because if some reason he gets hurt, he has to have some way to save. They have to have some way to save themselves as well. Right. Um, but he has been training. He's taking this very seriously. He's not trying to pull Floyd Mayweather or Mike Tyson where he's just going in there to you know, to make some money, he's actually going in there expecting himself to wrestle. Okay. All right. Another th another question I wanted to ask you is, I mean, we see him on Talking Smack a lot. We see him winning the 24-7 championship 74 times. Um, are we ever going to see R-Truth actually compete in a wrestling ring again? Well, I mean, he has. He's he's had matches, um, but I I I think now. Um, I mean, he's what ninety three, ninety four <laughs> years old. Um, I mean, it seems like he's that old because he's been around forever. Right. Um, he's. I mean, he is one of the more entertaining entities that the WWE has. Yep. Um, have they pushed it a little too far with the 24-7? Obviously. Yeah. Um, that, that belt, I think they tried making relevant for like two weeks. Um, I don't remember who it was, but they brought somebody up from NXT that was supposed to be a big thing and he won the 24-7 title and then lost it to a schmuck and it's never gone back to a relevant person. Yep. I, I definitely see that. Oh, oh. past his bedtime. <laughs> so has there been, have you seen anything on any um, websites about, a, pot, about uh, a timeline for Becky Lynch to return? No, uh, Greg Chester is watching. Welcome, Greg. Thank you for tuning in. Um, what, one, of the, one of the things, the only thing that I've seen in reference to um, was, uh, it was 
it was definitely before Fastlane. I don't know if it was two or three weeks. Um, it was after Elimination Chamber before Fastlane. I had bookmarked an article that, that predicted every Raw Superstars match at WrestleMania. And one of them it did say was Charlotte versus Asuka with Becky Lynch as the special guest referee. But they also had AJ Styles taking on Triple H. Right. So, I mean, we know that's not happening. Right. Um, so, that, that, you know, and who knows? Like I said, she... The you know, report I read is that she knows she wants to have two kids. So while she's just gotten done with one, why not try and have the second now? Then maybe a year or so from now, she can make a triumphant return and yeah. not have to worry about, you know, baby making anymore. Right. Exactly. And in my opinion, speaking of people that have been out for a while and haven't made returns or whatever, in my opinion, I really don't think we're going to see Ronda Rousey back in WWE anymore. Um, in my opinion, I think the last, um, when she first came in, I thought it was going to be all a publicity stunt. And then, you know, she showed up, she won the title, she had a couple good matches, she finally got a chance to she wanted to be what she wanted to be, and she couldn't because WWE is a lot more different than Ultimate Fighting or MMA. So, but, I mean, after she lost, she kind of faded away and really haven't heard much more from her or about her. But, I mean, yeah. I, I could... You're scrambling, up, you're, scrambling up on, you're scrambling up on me again. Oh. And I didn't... And I... um. I could live with it. I could live without it if she shows up or she doesn't show up. I mean, either way, to me, it doesn't matter. So, but, yeah, but, you know, like we said, we got the Hall of Fame coming up. We got NXT. We got a full week of wrestling coming up next week. SmackDown tomorrow night. Definitely looking forward to seeing that. So, but um, let me talk to you about this thing with Adam Cole and Kyle O'Reilly. I guess um, I didn't see the ending of it, but I guess Adam Cole attacked William Regal. Supposedly. I didn't see that. Yeah, there was a picture of them. They showed a picture on one of the sites, the Adam Cole with his fist like. With his... I, I, can't, I, I, can't, I can't hear you again. I don't know what I don't know what the what the problem is. I really don't. I haven't moved. I haven't done anything. It seems different. like every time you get up to every time you get up to the phone like this, it screws things up. I don't know why. Can you hear me now? Fine. I didn't. I, uh, can you Can you hear me now? Okay. How about now? No, no you still can't. Well, I haven't moved any closer. I haven't moved any farther away, so. I, I don't know what it is. I don't either. But, I mean, we're, we're come, we've are we come up to the end of the show anyway. The time is 
drawing near, so I want to thank everybody for tuning in. On behalf of the Nugs to Greg, this is the illustrious Mr. Trivia for the Top Rope Report, saying we'll catch you all Sunday. I don't know what it was. I, I couldn't tell you. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.